Motivation is highly overrated and it only lasts about six weeks. <laughs> you can get motivated and start something and do something and then by week five, you're petering out. We don't want motivation. What we want is inspiration. That means it's inspirited. That means it's aligned with your core and authentic identity. That means it serves a grander purpose. You know, purpose is a passion, it's not a job. And when you are inspirited or inspired, or when you have inspiration, you have another level of passion that comes from your belly. This weekly podcast inspires you to step outside of your comfort zone, teaches women of purpose, share stories of resilience. They are artists and entrepreneurs who run businesses and juggle parenthood. If you are ready to hear interviews about professionalism, entrepreneurship, travel, life, and love, you are in the right place. They will share stories of how they overcame adversity while seeing life through a different lens. Let's get into it. I have the honor of having Miss Ayala Benzat on my podcast. Well, not officially, but one of my publicist friends, Nikki Woods, who was also a previous guest on my podcast, episode 50, shared an opportunity to attend a virtual press conference. So in this episode, you will hear her voice just a little bit at the beginning and at the end. Believe it or not, this episode is going to be the longest podcast episode I've ever released, but you're going to want to listen to it all the way through. You'll also be able to read the transcript on my website, visit zakiraanayar.com forward slash podcast. But also, little known fact, this was the second time I've been blessed to be in Ms. Ayala Vendant's presence. The first time was when I was an event photographer at the Congressional Black Caucus held in Washington, D.C. back in either 2012 or 2013. And I was able to capture her, you know, I was on assignment, you know, capturing her in her presence, doing what she does. You know, even though she's ended the chapter of being live on TV with Fix My Life, she's now starting to focus again on the luxury wellness product relaunch of her soaps and body bath and body butter called Masterpiece. So peace like the peace sign. This episode is literally all about how she has utilized the power of exfoliating and utilized affirmations and incorporated that into the body therapy luxury bath bars. And she also talked about a product that she's working on that's also for men for, you know, the bald um, and the beautiful, <laughs> you know, the ones that have beards or trying to grow their beard. She talked about how even though she is actually Native American, she's part Cherokee, you'll hear me try to dig a little deeper and try to ask her um, a repetitive question because I was really trying to see if she would, you know, talk more about the Pacific tribe because this is Native American Heritage Month and it's Native American Heritage Day at the time of this episode being released. Uh, I was a little excited trying to see maybe wonder if she's my kinfolk or not because on my dad's side of the family, we are also Cherokee. So she mentioned, you know, the name Lackey, I think L-A-C-K-E-Y from uh, her grandma was born on a reservation in South Carolina. So she said she's Cherokee, but we may not be kinfolk after all because my dad's roots are Cherokee from the Wyoming area. But anyways, Miss Ayala Vanzant has a huge successful history. So if you don't know who she is, she is a New York Times bestselling author, three-time NAACP award-winning media personality, and the premier African-American spiritual teacher, writer, and speaker. 
Uh, she's so knowledgeable about uh, peace and gaining it from the inside that most of the questions that you'll be hearing throughout the episode, I kind of asked to kind of shorten it. I kind of tried my best to shorten and just ask the simple questions that were, you know, asked throughout. So most of it is really about, you know, manifesting and why it's important to have peace inside of your heart. So uh, make sure that you are listening to this episode. Your inner show notes, you'll hear how you can get the product. You'll find out more about where to get it. And you have the link and you can follow us on social media, follow Ayala Vanzana on social media, follow Masterpiece Body Therapy on social media, as well as three other episodes where I've talked to three other women who have also talked about the power of manifesting and energy and following your purpose and your passion. Visit Masterpiece, P-E-A-C-E, bodytherapy.com. You can visit Masterpiece Body on Instagram. Twitter, and Facebook with the same username of Master P-E-A-C-E. Be sure to also leave a review. Let us know your favorite parts of this episode. Help us to continue to spread the word with Masterpiece and Ayala Vajant and all the great things that she is doing by sharing this episode and leaving a review on Apple Podcast and Podchaser. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I'm super excited about this episode and I can't wait for you to hear it. So we are super excited. So much is going on. Obviously, we've been in the middle of a pandemic. We're coming to an end and so many people are dealing with uh, so many different emotions and not all of them, um, unfortunately, are positive. And so whenever we can bring uh, information to you, products to you, um, that will help you in, in mastering your piece. Uh, we always want to do that. And so we have, of course, somebody who really does not need an introduction, but we are going to give her uh, one anyway, because she worked really, really hard for all that is going on. Uh, but it is Miss Iyanla Van Zandt. And you probably know her from her most recent venture, which is Fix My Life. But um, she has a long and um, impressive and impactful history. Um, not only as a New York Times bestselling author, but also um, as a three-time NAACP award-winning um, media personality. She really is the premier African-American spiritual teacher, writer, and speaker. Uh, but we are going to talk about the next chapter today. Uh, we're going to talk about Iyama, the master herbalist. It is a craft that she learned from her Native American grandmother. It is also a gift, and it is this knowledge that she relied on to create and launch Masterpiece, which is her line of exquisite bath and body products, uh, the Masterpiece Body Therapy Luxury Bath Bars. It's the latest addition to the product line, and we are really pleased to have Ian here to tell you all about it. Welcome. There you are. Hello. Hello, Miss Ayanna Benza. How are you? I'm blessed. Okay. I am ooh, flying. <laughs> I am really, I am really grateful. First of all, humble. You know, with six billion people on the planet, that God would choose me, Creator, Source, the Father, the Mother, would choose me to serve such a, I would say, a humble position. You know, people trust me with their hearts, their minds, and their lives. That is a great responsibility. So I am honored to just to be able to know that I was chosen out of the many. And in terms of my soul, you know, I mean, I'm human. I have my moments, my breakdowns. 
but I also have coffee, ice cream as an antidote to that and law and order. So I know how to take care of myself. And let's talk about this next chapter. Fix My Life is done. What are we on to? Well, thank you. First of all, thank everybody for showing up, for being here today. You know, I am always both amazed and humbled at the number of people who know my work, who support it. Uh, because, of course, while people can see me, I can't always see all of the people who are out there. So I really do appreciate the support. I appreciate just even the curiosity about what it is that that I might be doing in my life. So Masterpiece Body Therapy um, is a line of products that was originally started by my daughter, Jamia. Jamia was from her youngest age, just really drawn to scents um, and, and how they enhance your, your feeling. I mean, as it, she, I couldn't keep her out of my perfume when she was a baby. And then at 16, just on her own, she started studying essential oils. Now, I am a homegrown herbalist. My mother is a Tisleki or a Cherokee, something that many people don't know. But she was a master herbalist. She could go out in the yard and make concoctions to do everything. And I, I did it with her. Plus, she made homemade soap. My grandmother made lye soap, which I hated. You know, I wanted to use Kameh and Dove and things that left a scent on you. My grandmother made blue soap or brown soap. It was ugly. <laughs> she mixed it up in the kitchen and uh, but she always put herbs in it and she taught me about herbs walking in the garden in our our family home in smithfield virginia so when jameer got older and she started making her essential oil concoction she would always ask me well what's the herb that does this and what's the herb that does that and by the time she was 19 she um was making a product for hair because Jamil was very sensitive to energy, even as a child. She, the sun, the moon, the, the wind, the, she always talked about, oh, that doesn't feel good, or come here, this feels good. How does this feel? She never would say, how does this, what do you think about this? She says, how does this feel to you? So she was always very sensitive to energy. And so when she probably around the age of 23 started the masterpiece line, uh, making her own little homegrown products because her thing was hair. She said hair was like an antenna and it picked up energy and it gave off energy. So she started by making a conditioner and a shampoo using essential oils and herbs and she would ask me well what about this and if you want to feel better and if you if you're sad and if so i would tell her about these herbs so she continued to increase and grow the line and by the time she made her transition at the age of 31 as a result of uh, colorectal cancer she had established this line that we just really passed around among our friends. She sold some when I went to do a workshop with her handmade labels, you know, like everybody does. But after her transition, she passed in 2003. And in 2006, I was guided to pick the line up and make it again, but focusing really on the energy around the person and on the person. And I was guided to use African black soap because African black soap is a less caustic product. It doesn't have the same amounts of lye and dye and things that many commercial products do. So I started with African black soap, grading it myself, 
experimenting, giving it to my friends. And every time I would come up with a new product, I would give it to friends and they loved it. So I really started focusing on it. What is this? What is this product? And with the African black soap and the combinations of essential herbs, um, essential oils and herbs, it's really a product that supports people in clearing and cleaning their energy as they cleanse their body with a with a a, a friendly, let me say a friendly product, which African black soap is. You know, most of the pharmaceuticals that we use in the world, when, when we're taking a pill, whether it's an aspirin and a leave, a Motrin, it has at its base and its root combination, something herbal, something medicinal. Most pharmaceuticals come from a, a um, herbal formula. Um, or they're trying to copy an herbal formula. And I just took it back to, you know, our, my history, my ancestry as a Native American and a descendant of Africans. You know, when you think Africa, you, you think in terms of ancient wisdom, you think, think in terms of natural products. And that's why the African black soap was so important for me. What was the intention behind developing this product? Really just starting to market and move it out into the world and get people accustomed to really understanding that you are responsible for the energy that you bring into any space and that you are a being of energy and that energy exudes from you and you attract energy. When you're in a place and you say something don't feel right here, that's energy. Or when you say that person got really negative energy, but do we know what we're talking about? And sometimes it's a function of how we think. Sometimes it's a function of our emotional being. Sometimes it's a function of where we are and what we're doing. So that was really the intention behind the Masterpiece line. Why are you releasing this luxury body product now? Fast forward the pandemic where people were just in fear and in, in loss of, because all of the normal things that we did to, to bring meaning to our life, to bring value to our life, and also the things that brought us comfort were disrupted. And what I just really became so clearly aware of is people are not conscious uh, or aware of how their thinking and their feeling and their experience creates a veil of energy around them. The pandemic stirred up so much fear and so much um, anger and just, I know you know. <laughs> so that's when we said, okay, let's just take, let's put it out there. Let's take Masterpiece to a whole nother level. So for me, beyond just the body products, this is a movement. For me, Masterpiece is becoming a movement of really teaching people and sharing with people how to master your energy and how to have peace. Because if you don't have peace of mind, if you don't have peace in your heart, if you don't have peace in your life, everything else is going to be chaotic. So we've been moving the masterpiece um, body therapy line, specifically the body wash and the body butter. Now, every product has a specific purpose. We've named them and the herbal combination, the oil combination, because the scents are very important in terms of our energy. Your scent is the only uh, physical sense that we have that doesn't get processed through the, through the brain. 
Scent goes right into the olfactory nerves and you remember and it stimulates memory simply by a smell. You can be blindfolded and nobody has to tell you what a banana is, what an orange is. You can walk in the room and say, mm, smells like collard greens or cabbage. Why? Because your olfactory nerves are the only thing that creates memory. So with our herbal combination and our essential oil combination, our scent combination, we have created formulas to stimulate certain experiences so that people can begin to clear their energy to create peace. So the body therapy products, the bath wash, the body wash, the body butter, the salt scrubs, really is has been created to support people in creating and mastering an energy of peace, first around the physical body and then in the mind and in the heart. Every formula that we make comes with an affirmation so that while you are applying your body wash or your body butter, if you're doing an exfoliation, you are holding a specific thought in mind so that you're not just slathering stuff on and washing your butt, you know, you are taking better care of your body, which is the energy vehicle that moves you throughout the life. Uh, you know, it's a process of education because we haven't been taught. We haven't been taught that we are beings of energy and how important energy is, how it impacts us and how we exude it. If you're upset at home, you're going to go to work, you're going to be snapping at people. If you've had bad traffic, when you get somewhere, you're going to be rushed and hysterical. Why this product? My next step. I think that's what they said, or what the next chapter is for me, is creating a movement where people do a couple of things. Number one, they become conscious and responsible for their personal energy because it impacts your money, your relationships, your career, your health. So many people have had health challenges since the pandemic because of the way they were thinking and the way they're feeling. Now, I'm not going to tell you that a bar of soap or of some body wash can help you take all of that away, but it can help you manage it. Imagine if when you put your lotion on, you're affirming to your body and to your energy what it is that you want to think and feel. Imagine that instead of just getting a shower where you're, you know, trying to wash off so you don't stink, you're in the shower now affirming and clearing and putting energy on your body with the most magnificent life force we have, which is water. All of us began in water. Water is a symbol of life force. Water makes up 98% of the planet, yeah? So in your water, you turn your water into a treatment, into a, a, a self-care ritual, as opposed to just slathering on some, some soap so that you don't smell throughout the day. Masterpiece, so that we can master every area of our life. For me, it's not just the product itself, it's also the teaching that I'm doing. It's also the, the classes and the workshops that I'm offering, taking people into another level of living, another level of experience, another level of who they are.
some of what you saw and experienced on Fix My Life. But for me now, as opposed to the broad uh, grand audience where people can watch or not watch, let me bring it home. Let me make it more intimate. So with the classes that I've been offering, the workshops that I've been offering in a, in a more intimate setting, the products simply support that work as i educate people more about how powerful they are what their energy is how to control your energy how to manage your energy how to clear your energy how to establish an energy as we do that in the classes the body products simply support that i could probably sell products all over the place but my goal my purpose in life is to facilitate the evolution of human consciousness, one mind, one heart, one body, one spirit at a time. So we were having great um, success with the liquid body wash that had the African black soap, the herbs and the oils, each one for a different purpose. But people were saying, oh, I wanna use this on my kids. You know, they're going back to skin, but the kids use too much. <laughs> so that's when we came up with, well, let's do the bars because the bars last longer and they're easier for the children to manage and they still get the benefit of clearing their energy and keeping their energy clear as they go out into the world because the children have really experienced a great deal of disruption throughout the pandemic. So we've created our first three luxury body bars, luxury body bars. This is not just a bar of soap that you could get at the Dollar Tree. Okay, because of the combination of the herbs and the oils. So we've created these first three. The lather is divine. The scent is divine. They all come with their affirmation on the side. So you can cut that out. You can write it. You can keep it with you. So again, that it's more about um, self-care and caring for yourself in a much deeper and profound way with something that we all do. We all wash. You know, we wash our clothes, we care about the detergent, we wash our cars, we care about whether it's brushless or, or, or whether they use brushes, you know, we wash everything, but we just go in the shower mindlessly and slather soap on our body, you know, uh, and what I want to do is let our daily ritual of cleansing and clearing become a tool, one of the many tools that we use to master peace to create more peace in our experience and our environment. What are the different kinds of scented soaps? So we have Peace and Calm, which um, does exactly what it says. The scents bring you to a sense of peace. The herbs and oils eliminate toxins from the body and the energy field. We have Sweet Attraction, okay? Which does exactly what it says. If you're trying to call in something with the affirmation, with the intention, with the mindset, with your journaling, you want to use sweet attraction, which is made with budding herbs, herbs that will bud and herbs that attract sun, sunflower, roses, things like that. And my favorite, clearing and releasing, because we're living in such a toxic environment. There's so many energetic toxins, people, the news, uh, I, I could go on and on, but clearing and releasing just cuts, it's, it's antiseptic, if you will. It's emotionally and spiritually antiseptic and it cuts energy off of your body after a hard, rough day. Why a luxury body product? Why a luxury body product? Because I think that we're worth it. I think that in today's world, particularly 
the, those of us who are studying and contributing to the well-being, whether it's in media and healthcare, or even just stay-at-home moms. You know, we need luxury. <laughs> we need to take better care of ourselves. We need to up-level our self-care. And I'm hoping that masterpiece, masterpiece and mastering your peace will become a mainstay in homes and that we become more conscious of, sensitive to, and responsible for the energy we carry, the energy we create, the energy that we absorb, and the energy that we uh, exude. So that's my little speech, my little spiel, and that is my next chapter, supporting the world and individuals and evolving in consciousness and understanding the power of the energy in which we live. What is the motivation behind the movement that you're talking about? Um, next year, 2022, powerful, powerful, energetic year. A year of entrepreneurship, a year when families are gonna be of critical importance, creating uh, family structures, securing family structures, strengthening family structures to to 2022, if you add it all up, you may understand that. It comes down to a six, which is about family, business, beauty, um, creation, really. So I just think this is the right time. It feels right in my spirit. Uh, leaving Fix My Life is one of the reasons that um, I can focus on this now, making my teaching and my um, sharing more intimate, um, and giving people some of the missteps that we just didn't get. Even as a Native American, I, I knew about energy, but I never learned it anywhere in the world. With all the degrees that I've had, I knew about it because grandma would say, you know, that's bad medicine. That's what she would say. Gossip is bad medicine. And I knew that medicine was energetic. And she would say, you know, um, complaining is bad medicine. Lack of gratitude is bad medicine. Wishing um, ill on someone else, that's bad medicine. And I knew that to be uh, energetic. But we, we have a lot of bad medicine in the world today. Uh, all you have to do is get on social media for 10 minutes and you can be besieged by bad medicine, by meanness, by anger, by fear. And how do we clean that off? If you spill tea on your T-shirt, you know how to put it in the in the in the machine with some OxyClean or some uh, shout. But how do you clean off someone giving you bad medicine, whether they're yelling or cursing or just being unkind and unloving? Uh, I really want to take us toward a more kinder, gentler, loving nation. Those who are interested and those who are not, you know, there's a lot of stuff out there, but. That is my intention and my goal. As a descendant of Native Americans, I just am so aware of how denigrated and how diminished and how devalued Native American culture is in this society. Uh, this is not our land and we walk this land and the Native Americans lived here and, and, and supported themselves and took care of themselves. So the legacy of my history as a descendant of Native Americans is another part of why I really wanted to bring masterpiece 
um, to the forefront because no matter where you study Native American culture or history, you will see that they, for the most part, were very peaceful people. They fought to protect themselves and they fought for their culture. So that's one thing. The other thing is, you know, as a mom, losing my child really altered who I am. And, and usually it's the children that want to advance the parent's legacy. And in my case, I'm the parent that want to advance my child's legacy. You know, Jamia was just an, an, an angel. I, I don't know what else to say, not because she was my child, but anybody who knew Jamia knew there was never an ill word that came out of her mouth. There was never any sign of againstness. And she was the most courageous, boldest person that I knew. She taught me everything that I know, particularly about how to dress. She used to say, don't mix your metals and don't mix your patterns. <laughs> so I really, this is my legacy, carrying on her legacy for her daughter. Um, which is what my mother didn't get to do for me and her mother didn't get to do for her. My great grand, my grandmother died when my mother was 11. My mother died when I was two. Jamia died when her daughter was nine. So I don't have a legacy from my mother or my grandmother. I wanna create this legacy for Nia Moja, who's Jamia's daughter, so that she will see that her mother's presence and her mother's life made a difference in the world. And this is not just a body product. This is self-care education. Dove. Irish Spring, and I'm, you know, not to be, let me just say commercial products. They don't care what you're doing in the shower. What I'm offering you is to use from a metaphysical perspective, to use a common daily behavior of washing and bathing and elevate it into a process of caring for your body in a different way by using a natural product that has an intentional uh, purpose and gives you guidance as to how to use it in a way that supports you. Use the affirmation. Be very conscious and aware of the sense. Slow down and put the lather on. Exfoliate so that you eliminate those dead skin cells. Use your bars consciously. Um, and, and take your time, use the body butters and the affirmations as you're putting them on. You're putting into, you're sewing into your energy, things that will support you throughout the day. So it's not just about why now, why product, not at all. It's been a long conscious um, process because for 11 years, I handmade the products. I handmade them in my home. And it was only uh, to be able to expand it and, and get it out to a wider audience that I searched and found the perfect manufacturer who would honor the intentionality of the product. So uh, that's what it's about. It's about legacy, it's about culture, and it's about radical, conscious, energetic self-care. What is self-care versus self-love? Well, self-care to me is the conscious awareness of mind, body, spirit, moment to moment to moment to moment to moment, and then taking the actions or engaging in the practices that support you and having the highest energetic vibration possible. 
So that to me is self-care. It's not just about your nails and a nap and eating healthy food because you can do all of that. But if you got a mean mindset and if you're doing negative self-talk, you're still not practicing self-care. So what about if you start your day with an affirmation? Let's just take clearing and releasing. I bless and release all things seen and unseen, known and unknown, that block, delay, hinder, or deny my highest good. Imagine putting that on your body. I'm releasing everything and everyone now. <laughs> That's where the next part comes in. So I am teaching a class right now on healing ancestral patterns so that as things start to leave your life, you can recognize, okay, that's leaving because it's no longer serving my highest good. Oh, he's leaving, she's leaving, they're leaving. This is going away because it's no longer serving my highest and greatest good. So that I now recognize the patterns that I live, unconscious patterns, because I saw them, I inherited them, I, I, I was taught them. And these patterns are going away because it no longer serves my highest good. So when you're using this product and you're putting the herbs and the energy in the uh, oils into your energy field and you're doing the class and you're doing the affirmations and you're doing the meditations and you're doing the journal work, it's easier for you to let things and people go because you understand it's part of a healing. I do both growth work and healing work. Healing ancestral patterns is deep healing work that so many of us need. I have a product, a masterpiece body product called Kita Maldicion, which is the curse remover. And it's made with herbs and oils, a specific herb that I can't even, I have it picked, hand-picked and sent to me that we dry and grind and put in the African black soap because it creates a disruption in the toxic energy fields on our body. And many of us walk in and live in ancestral curses, whether it's poverty or dysfunction in relationships or self-denial or unworthiness, or we inherit these things. It's in our DNA and we're always excluded, exuding this energy. Keep the mouths begins to cut it and break it off your body so that you can think differently, feel differently, behave differently. Um, that's just one of the products. And we have Quita Maldicion both as a body wash and as a room spray. So when you can spray it, you can put it on your pillow. So when you're sleeping, the energies start infusing themselves into your into your um, being and your body. Uh, you know, so our ancestors knew this. Our ancestors knew how to take care of both the physical and the etheric or the emotional, the, the mental, um, the spiritual body. They knew it. And they just did it as a part of, of everyday activities, whether it was prayer in the morning, whether it was how they blessed their children. The one thing that has a, such a, a imprint, made an imprint on my being, and I remember it well, in the movie Roots, when Kunta Kinte took Kizzy outside and lifted her up to the stars and said, behold, the only thing greater than yourself. Yeah. Well, how do we get in contact with the only thing greater than ourselves? It's not just in, in washing our body, it's in how we care for ourselves and being mindful of everything that goes onto and into this incredible vehicle that we call a body, that we call a body. 
And so for me, just being mindful of that, wanting to do better at it, using things that support it is self-love. But the actual doing of it is self-care. What's next to be released after these products? My next step after this step, you know, I, I go in the store sometime and I, I want to get sleepwear. And I say, these, these are the ugliest darn pajamas I've ever seen in my life. Why would somebody want to sleep with skull and crossbones on their butt? <laughs> you know, when your body is at rest and your spirit is open and your consciousness is flowing, you don't need skulls and crossbones or reindeer or, or skeletons on your butt. And the color matters too. All of this is energetic. So my intention is to just educate people and bring them to a new awareness of how we can get better use out of this vehicle. What have you learned throughout the pandemic? The one thing the pandemic showed me was how addicted we were to external, where we got value and meaning and, and joy and external and didn't even know how to be with ourselves. I had a ball, I had a blast, me and the dogs and the turtle. Because I was home, I was napping, I was cooking for myself, I was eating, I, you know, and I, you know, I'm a riot. I have fun with me, you know, on all levels. <laughs> People were freaking out just to be with themselves. I didn't feel lonely because I've masterpiece. So instead of being on the internet or with other people, I was in my prayer room, okay? Some people don't even know that you gotta pray every day or at least center, get still. So in my spiritual sanctuary study class on Sunday mornings, I'm teaching people the value of silence, teaching them the value of silence. So, and I'm recommending to them peace and calm so that you can go through a day recognizing the value of silence. What my father told me, sit down, shut up and listen. Not out there, but in here. That's me is the ultimate of self-love and self-care. How can people set better boundaries? Oh, boundaries are the ultimate. You know, your greatest self-care tool is your no. That's your greatest self-care tool. No to what doesn't honor you. No to what doesn't feel right. And it is the most difficult thing for people to master. They cannot master their no because we're conditioned and programmed to be nice and to put everybody else's needs above our own and to make people comfortable in our presence. So boundaries are absolutely essential for self-care. But who teaches us how to set boundaries? I did a whole class on it in my spiritual spa, two-part class, letting people know that boundaries protect what matter to you what you value, boundaries protect that. But we're not even taught that we have a right to honor our own values. We're taught to honor and what other people tell us we should value. We're taught to honor what other people value. And we, when was the last time you, what do you value? And how do you advance that, protect that in your life? So boundaries, are absolutely essential. They are the first step towards self-care. And not as a shameless plug, but I would really encourage you, if that's a question, to go to look at my boundaries replay on my spiritual spa. Um, 
I teach you what they are, how to set them up. Most important, how we lose them. And most of us lose what we, what, what, how to create boundaries in childhood. When somebody's thinking for us, dressing us, clothing us, telling us what to feel. You know, I'm a mom, I did it to my kids, but we don't know that we have the freedom to say yes, to say no, to establish those places. Some of us lost contact with our personal space boundary through sexual violation or abuse or through physical violation or abuse. And once that imprint is made on the soul, we will recreate it over and over and over again. So boundaries are absolutely an important step to self-care and toward mastering peace. You can't have peace if you don't have clear boundaries. How can people stay motivated during this tough time? Motivation is highly overrated and it only lasts about six weeks. <laughs> you can get motivated and start something and do something and then by week five, you're petering out, petering out. Motivation is highly overrated. We don't want motivation. What we want is inspiration. That means it's inspirited. That means it's aligned with your core and authentic identity. That means it serves a grander purpose. You know, purpose is a passion, it's not a job. And when you are inspirited or inspired, or when you have inspiration, you have another level of passion that comes from your belly. You know, we are so externally referenced and part of mastering peace is taking our attention from the external, putting it on the internal and bringing it forward in a loving, kind, peaceful way so that we're not always jerked, our chains are not always jerked by what's going on in the world. People say they're depressed. No, they're not depressed. They've run out of human capacity. My understanding, now, of course, some forms of depression are physiological, meaning that there's something wrong with the chemistry that creates a, 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 a mishap or a, a, a snafu in the brain where we just can't think and be inspired. A lot of depression is simply the overwhelm of our human capacity, meaning we think we have to do it alone. We think it's our responsibility to get it done. And we're looking at resources out here instead of calling forth resources from in here. But when in here is not peaceful, when in here is not balanced, when in here is not aligned with values and purpose, you will be depressed because you can't get it done. So metaphysically, metaphysically, spiritually, depression is a sign that you believe you're separated from your source, your creator, whatever you call that, and that you have to make things happen by your own human means. And that is very limited because you're looking at other humans who are subject to lose their darn mind at any time. Other humans who don't keep their word, who don't show up on time, who disappoint you, who betray you, who take what you got and run with it. But when you're inspirited, when you're inspired, when you're growing from the inside to the outside, you don't need motivation. You have clarity, you have guidance, you have direction, you have inspiration. 
So what I would say to people, how you keep your motivation up or your inspiration or your guidance or whatever, increase your daily spiritual practice. Get still, sit down, shut up and listen and ask for guidance. Call in something higher than yourself, whether it's your God, your creator, your Lord, your angels, your ancestors, whatever it is. We can't do this in human. Didn't the pandemic teach us that? What human capacity did we have with an invisible assault? <laughs> we didn't even know what it was. It just assaulted us and shut down all human capacity. Okay, so what do we do if that happens again? What do we do if we don't have lights, water? What do we do? You're gonna run around freaked out? No, I'm gonna get still and I'm gonna be inspired. Go over here, you'll find some water. Go over there, this is what you do. I'm telling you. So don't deal with motivation. Go deeper. Inspiration. And that begins with a peaceful mind and a peaceful heart. And it's possible. How can men also strengthen their inner peace? Some men need to clear and release some things, particularly their ideas about what a man is. Most men need peace and calm because men are programmed and, and um indoctrinated that their value and their worth is attached to their doing, not their being. So if a man has something to do, he feels valuable and worthy. If what he does is, act, is, is affirmed and, and needed, he feels valuable and worthy. But what about those times and periods where men, just like women, have that place where they're just a little confused? I don't know what my next step is. I don't know where I'm going. I don't know what makes me feel good. Most men don't know of what makes them feel good from the waist up. They know what makes them feel good from the waist down, but we're not talking about that. Masterpiece don't have nothing to do with that. <laughs> so, but men, you know, uh, also, they have the same olfactory nerves. They are still influenced by scent. They still have the same energy feel. So the herbs that are in our products will help them. They still need to exfoliate their skin to cut away dead skin cells that are generated by mental and emotional energy and just the physical um, operation of the body. They still need stuff. And men have been abused. Men have been violated. Men have been betrayed. They need clearing and releasing too. And some men are calling in some stuff. They need sweet attraction. So when it comes to the spiritual um, significance of both masterpiece products and mastering peace, men have the same needs as everybody else. It's just that nobody has ever taught them how to do it. And I'm, you know, I'm honored. I'm honored. I'm honored that many men trust me. They know I don't want anything from them. I'm not going to beat them up. I'm not going to put them down. You know, and I'm going to support them with the same spiritual truths that I use to support women. So men, men need it too. Men, are you exfoliating? Because you have more hair follicles on your body than we do. You need to exfoliate because stuff gets caught up, caught up in them little hair follicles. And we are working on something that I'm really, really excited with for men. And it's called Bald and Beard Balm. Beautiful combination of herbs and oils for men to put on their little ball heads because that oil will seep right in and in their beard so that the scent goes up and opens up their senses. So I'm really, really excited about that because me personally, I don't know about y'all, I do love a bald mm -hmm, and a beard. <laughs> what other product do you currently have out there that are for men? Every product speaks to men and we have spirit of a man. We have the body wash, 
We have the shower oil and shower, our shower oils, they're called afterglow, except for spirit of a man. You put them on in the shower. They're very lightweight, nourishing, nurturing oils. And they don't, they don't clog the, the pores like so many heavy oils do and the petroleum that's in a lot of the products. So in Spirit of a Man, we have both the body wash and we have the shower oil. You put the shower oil on in the shower, you rub it in and then lightly rinse it off. And you don't need anything else because our oils, grapeseed oil, sunflower oil, safflower oil, they are very light and they penetrate and nourish and nurture the skin. They don't clog the skin pores so that you can get out. So if you're in a hurry and you don't have time to grease your feet or your elbows and stuff, if you've used your afterglow, which is scented just like the, the body wash, you don't need anything else. And you'll see it stays on. It is, and it, it's very light. It doesn't have the heavy, sticky feel. So you put it on in the shower, rinse lightly, pat dry, pat dry, pat dry, and then you're already moisturized for the rest of the day. And now Spirit of a Man, the one thing that I, you know, did a lot of research on was, you know, how do men, how, what is the, with the testosterone and with the mental activity, because men have a lot of mental activity, what is it that they need to balance their energy? And one of the things was astragula, which is a, which is really used a lot in Ayurvedic tradition. And what that astragula does is it balances out the, the disconnect between the mental and the emotional or the physical and the etheric energy. Men need a, a lot of that. The other thing is, you know, men get men, a lot of men are stressed and it leads to, uh, excuse me for speaking under your clothes, brothers, but it leads to a lot of ED. That's the, if you've seen the commercials, Lately, men have a lot of ED. Young men are having this problem and they haven't tied it to the stress. It's stress. If Mr. Man and his people ain't working, it's because there's stress up here and all of this is, is connected. So one of the things that we did, we put a little niacin in. Niacin is really good for Mr. Man and his three people, okay? As two people. I hope you don't have three people. It's three people all together, but it's Mr. Man and the two. Okay, so we did that. So it's the astragula. It's a little bit of niacin that we find in, um, oh, it just escapes my brain in the moment. Forgive me, I'm old. I can't think of it, but it's a herb. It's not a pure niacin that we put in. But I was looking for the herbal combination that will bring men together. Also ginkgo. Ginkgo is very good for men very good for their physicals and they, you know, cause they have more muscles than us. And you know, ginkgo is good for the memory because the brain is a muscle. So it has ginkgo in it also. So spirit of a man, and we're bringing out the spirit of a man bar because men travel, a lot of men travel and they, they don't want their liquid taken away. So we're bringing out the spirit of a man bar that should be out by the holidays. So men, we, we got, we're thinking about you. What challenges have you overcome in the recent year of developing your products? Well, I don't approach it from mastering self-care can be very challenging. I don't approach anything as a challenge. And the challenge is just something that's calling forth more courage for me. I didn't, I, I didn't have any challenges. Why? Because I'm inspired. Wow. Everything that I do 
spirit has guided me to do it what to do and julian who does my branding and marketing she can tell you that spirit told me this spirit didn't tell me that i can't do that spirit didn't say it every class that i teach uh is inspired so i don't really face challenges because i'm obedient i'm obedient i think early on the greatest challenge that i had was that i handmade the products and it took a lot of time and so my distribution was very limited. I'll never forget, I did Anderson Cooper and he said to me, he had a talk show and he said, God, you smell good, what is that? I said, oh, it's my body product, it's masterpiece. And he said, well, of course you have a body product, where can we get it? And like a fool, I gave him the email, the, the website. And for the next three weeks, I think we got like 1400 orders in 45 minutes. Everybody I knew, including a dog, was grating soap, bottling soap, wrapping soap, you know, because I couldn't fulfill the orders. So I knew that in order to grow the line, I had to take it outside of me having that level of control. So I, I really, it's been a long journey, uh, arduous, because like I said, I handmade everything and it's a homegrown business. So I didn't want to let go of control, but I haven't really had any challenges because of something that I'm insisting or resisting or something that I need to grow and learn. I, you know, so a challenge is okay. Thank <laughs> you. So I had a two-part question for you. I kind of want to go back in history a little bit. I understand you have Native American roots, which tribe, and how did that experience really tie into you initially becoming an herbalist? I, I think I shared that. My grandmother was Chislaki, Cherokee. She was born in... Uh, the, um, I don't remember the name of it because they've changed it so many times in South Carolina on the reservation. It was a reservation at the time she was born and she was an herbalist. I mean, most natives are because they cook and they do medicine and they do everything. So most of what I learned, I learned from her, watching her and what she told me, it was hands-on, on-the-job training. And then of course, as I got um, older and more sophisticated, I took some classes in herbal, herbal, herbology and stuff like that. But most of what I know, I know because of what she taught me. Well, all of the products are chakra based, but most people don't know about chakras. So I didn't go out talking about chakras. <laughs> okay. And the chakra energy is in the intentionality of it, not necessarily. I mean, there will come a day and a time when we do teach about the chakras, but you know, so many people are influenced and I forgive the word if it's wrong, jaded by Christian dogma until for me to start talking about chakras would have turned people off. So let me just talk about what you need and not what I intend. You know, the universe, I'm not sneaking, hiding anything. The universe knows, they recognize the colors. So yeah, it's all chakra influence because I'm a Reiki master and a color therapist. Um, I've studied Jin Shin Su and I've, I've been certified in Reiki. So it was in the intention, but it wasn't, I wasn't guided by spirit to make it a part of the teaching. Anything else for others to take away on self-care, codependency, or anything else irrelevant to this topic? Be willing to elevate your self-care into ritual. Ritual is a consistent way of doing something with a specific intention. Eating is a ritual. Brushing your teeth is a ritual. Um, uh, how you set your table. You know, we got Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's Eve coming up. All of those are rituals from a spiritual perspective. Do you have a self-care ritual? 
Do you have a self-care ritual beyond your nails, your hair, your barber that you do for yourself? Like I said, imagine putting on a body butter and instead of just slathering it on, you are affirming. You know, I'm calling forth my highest and my greatest good. I'm attracting all things that are good for me. I'm moving toward an experience and expression of peace, intentionality in how you care for yourself. And that's the goal behind Masterpiece products. That's why every single product comes with an affirmation and is intentionally made the combination of herbs and oil. We're codependent on everybody and everything outside of ourselves. And that's fine until we get to be 18. But then we have to become interdependent, both interdependent on our inner resources and interdependent on resources around us. But for so many of us, the dysfunction that we experience and that we experience doesn't teach us how to be interdependent. So we try to be independent. And again, our human capacity is limited. If the pandemic didn't teach us anything, I pray that it taught us how we have to become more self-aware, self-realized, and self-reliant so that we can be more interdependent, mingling with the right people at the right time in the right way. Self-care is a part of that. Understanding who you are on all levels, not just what you do. You cannot care for yourself if you don't understand who you are mentally, who you are physically, who you are emotionally, who you are spiritually. Self-care is bringing all of that together. And we masterpiece, mastering peace, both as masterpiece, both as a movement, an educational movement, an inspirational movement, and masterpiece body therapy as product will help you become more consciously connected to and aware of who you are. So we can eliminate some of the dysfunctional codependence that we have on everything and everyone outside of our body. You know how many people would lose their minds and their teeth would fall out if they couldn't be on social media every day? People don't just don't know how to be with themselves. And that's because we're taught to take care of everything and everyone outside of ourselves. So that is my goal for masterpiece. Masterpiece not just as a product, but also as a form of radical self-care. If this whole system were to shut down, that's the TV, the light, the gas, the whatever, sure, it would be uncomfortable, but how many days could you survive? I think I could do 90, me personally, before I started you know, eating bugs and scratching at the wall. <laughs> I think I could do 90. How many can you do? How many can you do if you're externally referenced and codependent on everything other than you, your source, your creator, your God? Hey, as long as I have nature, journal, and water, I will continue to work on my virtual business um, without social media, of course. But I kind of need internet. I feel like I can live without uh, social media. But internet, nah, I kind of need that because, I mean, that's just our future. That's this day and age, right? What about you all, all my listeners? How many days can you survive without social media? Follow us on social media and leave a comment with your, one, your favorite part about this entire press conference, and two, leave a comment telling us your answer. You can comment uh, the review on Apple Podcasts. You can go to podchaser.com and look for See Life Different, 
or look for the She Life Different podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and tell us your favorite part. Absolutely. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you. I thank you again, Ayala, on behalf of everybody that's on, and I, I hope you have a wonderful day. Thank you so much. Thank you. Deep bow to everybody. Thank you. Be sure to subscribe, follow, and download so you don't miss the next episode. If you want to learn more, you can visit ZakiraNayar.com. That's Z-A-A-K-I-R-A-H-N-A-Y-Y-A-R.com.